Hi, everyone. Welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, I'm excited to say that we have my friend Sumner Canfield from Get Organized with the Home Edit on Netflix. Sumner was the first hire outside of Joanna and Clea, the co-founders of the Home Edit. So she goes way back with this company, and her and I went to high school together. So, you know, it's been such a thrill to watch her on Netflix. I can't believe I even get to say that, but I love that her sense of humor and her quick-wittedness and her intelligence is getting exposed to so many different people who watch Netflix all around the world. And it's just been so, so much fun to watch her. And it was a no-brainer to have her on the show and to interview her. It was her first interview ever. And again, she goes way back with the home edit. So I loved hearing about just her evolution at this company. And now with the show, her role has changed a lot over the years. And she really is one of the primary people at this company that just got acquired by Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine. So we had a lot to discuss and it was just so, so much fun to do the deep dive. You know, I think with friends, sometimes you you get to hear about certain aspects of their jobs, certain aspects of their life, but to really be able to get the time and do a deep dive and to hear about all these things was, was really, really fun and special. And, you know, we did this interview on the heels of Clea announcing to the world that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And, you know, we're obviously thinking of her and and wishing for a speedy recovery. And I just so admire her. If you haven't read her posts um, on Instagram announcing that, definitely go back and read it because she's really not making this moment just about her or, or her diagnosis. She's using this moment as an opportunity to urge women to prioritize their health and get checked and just raise awareness in general for breast cancer. And I so, so admire that. So again, we're wishing Clea speedy recovery. We're sending her all the good vibes and prayers. And um, yeah, we just hope she gets she gets over this and then through this because we know she will. So anyway, keep listening for my interview with Sumner Canfield from Get Organized with the Home Edit. You can stream seasons one and two of the show on Netflix now. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we are here with Sumner Canfield from the Home Edit, from Get Organized with the Home Edit on Netflix. This is a really special moment for me because I've known Sumner since high school. We've been friends since high school. She is a lovely, lovely person. She is the breakout star of the show, and I'm so happy to have her. And we should talk. Sumner, how are you? Gibby, thank you for having me. Am I the first guest who's ever called you Gibby? Probably. Honestly, you're, you're, you're breaking so many grounds. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I'm really glad we get to do this. I'm so excited. And I, I thought about doing it the first season, but I feel like once, but this is, this, this is really cemented your star power the second season. So it's just no, no. been so fun to watch you. And is, is this your first interview? Yes, this is my first ever, first ever interview. So let's hope I don't blow it. I'm so glad I get the the exclusive on the fan favorite. Of course, I wouldn't give it to anyone else. (laughs) So before we get into all things, the home edit, the show, last week, I think Clea, one of the co-founders of the home edit, announced that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And obviously, I was one of many people I was incredibly sorry to hear that. And it's, but it sounds like she has a really positive outlook on on this diagnosis and she also the post that she did was really really special because it made it about more than just her diagnosis it made it about women's health women prioritizing their health and and more than just her and I think that's just so admirable and using her platform in the best possible way so I would just love if you could just I want to give you the floor a little bit just talk about that because I know that you want to address it well, I think I can speak for everyone at the home edit and at Hello Sunshine when I say we're so incredibly proud of her. And I think it's the busiest time 
in the home edits history. We have season two that just came out. We were acquired by Hello Sunshine a little over a month ago. I mean, it's so busy and it's in so many ways, like such an inopportune time. But as you said, Clea has really viewed it as I've never had a bigger platform. I've never had more of a microphone to advocate for women and their health and the way she's taken it all in stride and the way she's decided to give it a bigger purpose has just been so awe-inspiring and so admirable. So the message is women, you have to prioritize your health. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, the medical community, everything's moving really fast. Everyone's very stressed. It's been a very crazy couple of years, but you still have to kind of get through that and advocate for yourself and make sure you're seen by your doctor. If you think something's up and if you think something's up, don't wait, get it seen to and be your own best advocate. That's, Mm. that's the message. There's no better message. And you're so eloquent, Sumner. You, you, you just deliver it so well. And and I, I, obviously, I'm assuming that everyone at the home edit is just rallying around, uh, rallying around Clea and just really kind of being there for her in this moment. It must also make you just feel like this is a really special place to work. And I'm sure you've thought that before, but like this was, this must be one of those moments where it's like, wow, like this is really a family. It truly is. It's not, I think our job is so different because we've never even pre-pandemic gone to sit in an office and just kind of stare at each other from different cubicles. Like it's always been very hands-on emotionally, physically. I, for a long time, hired and trained our new organizers. And like, when we explained it to people, we said, you will see the people you work with more than your partner, more than your kids, more than anyone in your life. And so you really have to love who you're working with. And I think we've just built such a group of people who like, we're happy to hang out with each other outside of work and at work and becoming part of the Hello Sunshine team too. That's like a hundred other people that we love right. hanging out with. And so it's, it's really exciting and it's, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. So what, so when you are like, you're, you're on your hands and knees, you're, or you're organizing crayons on the floor with somebody that really does make you really close to these people, doesn't it? Like, that's like, you're just, you're spending hours and hours just probably shooting. The- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember on one of my first jobs, Like I basically, Joanna ended up in my lap and I was like, okay, you know, this is a different environment because my boss is in my lap, but we were in a pantry that was like super narrow and I was kind of on the floor and she was trying to do something above me and we just had to get it done. And so that's what happens. (laughs) And I mean, Shana, my coworker, the first job she went on with them, she thought she was like secretly being hazed because it was like a crazy climbing over everyone's situation. And so it, it is very, very bonding in the best way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So take me back. So I remember when you started working with the home edit, correct me if I'm wrong. You were the third employee, right? Like you were the, you're number three or is that, or like you were, you were yes. close to the beginning. I was first hire first besides, hire. I was the first hire. So it was Clea and Joanna and then me. Right. So, and at that point, like, just talk me through your journey at this company. When was that? And when it's a small company like that, you're probably all hands on deck on, on all things, but talking about your journey and the evolution of your role at the home edit. Oh gosh, I've done everything almost. So I just cold emailed Clea and Joanna out of the blue because I saw someone I followed on Instagram, but this was like before stories, before like the home edit Instagram had really taken off. Like it was a local Nashville person who I saw post about it. And I said, oh, 
I feel like I would really enjoy doing that. And so I emailed them and said, Hey, I'd love to talk to you about your business. See if you need any help. Not knowing that when I emailed them, the business was like five weeks old. I had no clue. So they were very nice to meet me for coffee, but it's so funny because the way they tell it now, they say, Oh, we were going to meet you and talk to you, but like, we weren't going to hire anyone. Like we were good. It was just the two of us. We did not need anyone, but I'm so completely charming that I guess I just won them over. But it was so funny when I started and I love them for this so much. Like they have exacting standards and they know how it needs to be and how it needs to look. And I truly love that about them. And so the same way you're the same way. Like that's yeah. That's how you oh, are, like, you know? Think, thank you. But so I, I told them like, I could help with anything, put me to it. And they said, okay, we're going to start having you do returns. And so in the beginning I was only doing the returns. And then I think maybe somebody had a cold. And so I had to step in and help on a job. And that was the first organizing project that I helped on. <laughs> and so I and were, you, and were, were you like, were you like, okay, this is my moment to shine. Like I got to do this right. Oh, a hundred percent. Cause I said, if I blow this, then like, this is going absolutely nowhere fast. Right. They'll see through the whole charade. And so I think the beginning was just me weaseling my way into different things. And they were very, very nice to let me, but it was just, it was the three of us. And then we had a couple of people come on pretty early, but for, I mean, for years and years, it was like seven people. Right. And it was them. And it was just, you guys would all go to every job essentially is that like kind of how it was like you move in a pack or would you get assigned to different ones well so it was Clea and Joanna and then kind of I would come on as a helper basically but I want to say this too like I love the way they run their business because they fully believe that like anyone could have the best idea that day right and so even though I was this weasel who kind of came out of nowhere to ingratiate myself (laughs) like by my second day they were like well, what's your plan? What do you think? And that has been amazing because I feel like it's really given me the chance to grow professionally because it's not, a lot of organizing companies follow the model of like lead and assistant. And we just don't do that. We're like, hi, you're brand new. Like, tell me what you got. Every moment's a chance to come up with a good idea and prove yourself. And so I think that helped me in the beginning because we were just brainstorming together and trading ideas back and forth and trying to figure out what the best thing would be. But We grew in Nashville first and then LA and then New York. And then kind of in preparation for season one, we added Miami, DC, Detroit, Orange County. I'm going to forget someone, San Francisco. We just kind of, we, we wanted to get ahead of the curve before season one came out. So the show was really kind of part, your expansion was part of the show and the show was part of your expansion almost like in terms of just going to geographically speaking. Oh yeah. It's all very intertwined, very intertwined, very Mm -hmm. like very incestuous in here. And and at what point did you, because now you're the director of development, that's, that's how you're credited on the show. What does that, what does that entail and how much are you still on the ground organizing and how much is it like you at a computer working on kind of bigger things? It started kind of as director of product and development because I have shocking to anyone who knew me in high school, a very like wonky brain for all the measurements and like understanding how things need to fit together. I'm telling you, I'm horrible at math. Like, okay, but we do see, we do see you on the show. It's like, you're the one who like with with the guys that build the shelves, you're the one that's like, Hey, this is what you got to do. That's your job. Yeah. Love bossing them around. But (laughs) It's funny because it like doesn't translate to me being able to like 
uh, like figure out a tip at a restaurant or for some reason when it's like in terms of spatial reasoning, I do pretty okay. And so I kind of found this niche for myself where I was pretty good at that. And I had a lot of on the ground experience. And so I started hiring and training all the new people. And so the development kind of was from that perspective, like growing the markets, growing the business, growing the presence. And then now we have all these exciting products that exist at the container store and at Walmart. And so when the Walmart business kicked off, that's when I really came in to give my, my two cents about kind of how everything should fit together, how everything should look how the systems needed to be built out. And so now that's my bread and butter, which is so crazy after years of being in a different person's house every day. Right. So are you, so you're not, how much organizing do you do these days? I mean, probably for street cred, I should say a lot all the time, <laughs> but I really am focused on the product development, but I like to mm-hmm. think, you know, that's still in the wheelhouse. It's a tool. Of course, of course. To make the organizing happen. You have and- to, you have to be in touch with what's happening on the ground at all times. Like that's just, if you really want to know what's going on and, and what you're talking 100%. about. hundred percent. And I'm only yeah. good at this because I was on the ground for so long and I would be working with people and we'd say, oh, like, this would be really great if it just had a lid or this would be really, really good. But like, why is it so short right. for all the different products? And it's things that we were like, well, this doesn't exist, but it'd be really helpful here. And so I do have to stay in touch with what's happening because I want to know from our organizers, like what roadblocks are you facing? What do you mm-hmm. think's missing? What would really help you do your job better? Totally. And then we're able to take that and give it to our organizers, but then also give it to the world. Uh-huh. So, okay. So it's, it's you're based in Nashville. That is, that is where the home edit started. I mean, cause Nashville is such a small community, like, you know, relatively speaking compared to like a New York or LA and it's home to country music. It's home to a lot, a lot of famous people live there. And obviously part of the home edits, at least the show's appeal, I think is that there are celebrity clients. Sure, so sure, when, sure. when was that, was that always an aspect of the business that you were like, you know, your client might be somebody recognizable or when did that start to kind of filter into the equation? It's been since the beginning, Clea grew up in LA. And so her friends from high school were just people that you might recognize from a TV show or a movie. Got and it. so it kind of happened really naturally. And then I think being in Nashville, as you said, that base exists here. And Clea's husband is a really well-known and amazing photographer. And so he has relationships with people in town. And so they met people that way. And I think kind of just the way we operate lends itself to those kinds of clients because the viewpoint is really, yeah, you can get organized, but it doesn't have to be in like really tragic looking. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) boxes that are like so sad yeah we wanted it, to really it can be bring, sad yeah <laughs> it can be really sad and it can be functional and great but like does it make you happy to look at it probably not you're like right <laughs> and so the home edit really I think pioneered moving home organization more into the interior design space and we are by yeah. no means interior designers I'm not making that claim but there's obviously a visual element there's a huge visual element to it an aesthetic element to it that makes it so what it important. is. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, again, we went to high school together. We, one of the things we bonded over was just like our love of pop culture. And like, we, I remember 
I, oh, I saw Country Strong twice. I don't know if I was with you both times, but like that's the, I remember you driving me to Country Strong to see that. Like we would always talk about that kind of stuff and like yeah, you know, we have to I saw it three concerts. times, and I think two. Were I think maybe t- I think twice. Yeah. So like that's just like a, a little fun fact about just like indicative of. We, I mean, you and I both love pop culture, and but obviously part of this is also there's a discretion element to it, and like you know you're in yeah. you're in Khloe Kardashian's garage, and you probably get to see other parts of her house, but like you know, you can't tell everyone like, oh, like I saw X, Y, Z, like in between whatever. Is that ever hard for you? Is Because I, I, I would, I mean, I can be discreet too, but like, you know, it's so tempting to probably spill a tea to people. Okay. Here's the good news is that everyone we work with, and this is going to sound like really like boilerplate, but everyone we work with is really amazing. So there's not a lot of like, that's what I saw. Totally. Yeah. But I think we work in such, in an intimate way with people. We're in our, their house, but like we aren't, you know, coming to repair an appliance. Like we are going through their things and it's emotional a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and it's private. And so it's funny because I think I don't even view maybe the celebrity clients that differently than the regular people, because it's sort of like everyone has stuff that they that they hold dear and close to the heart and close to the best. And so it's our job to come in very non-judgmental and say like, okay, so here is your new sex toy drawer. Please enjoy. <laughs> yes. um, and whatever it is, you just have to do it. And, you know, we're going to make it look amazing while we're in there. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best sex toy drawer you've ever seen in your life. Color coordinated vibrators. Come on. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Like here's your rainbow. And so I don't know. It's, it's easier than I would think it would have right. been because it's just so personal. And so, you know, it's not like, oh, I saw them at like Craig's, which is like yes. public information more or less. It's like, oh no, like we're really, we're really, we're really in it with people. So it's, it's easy to keep private because you know, it's important, but yeah, we'll do a great thing to draw. <laughs> can you tell me who the first notable famous person you worked on was, or can you not? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like so, so long ago now. It's probably, you know, um, I think like lots of people around Nashville that are amazing artists, but I, the big one, the first kind of big one that they said, Sumner, like, we want you to come with us was Gwyneth Paltrow's house. Wow. In the Hamptons. And that was Hamptons too. Okay. That's next level. That was huge. That was because again, we were so lean for so long that if it was anyone huge for a long time, like they could just go do it. But this one, you know, the container store is two hours away. So it was going to be kind of more of an operation. I'd like to think I'd proven myself. And so that was the first big job. And that was incredible. And I think that project has stood the test of time as one of our greats. So I'm Uh. thrilled to have been part of it. I love that. And, and yeah, because first season you were like, you were like the container store guru. Like you were the one who was like, okay, we're going, we're getting this. But now you guys have the truck, so you don't have to do that as much. Thank God for the truck. Game Thank changer. Game changer. Yeah. Oh, it looks gorgeous. So, okay. So th- then the show comes around and you're like, yeah. okay. Well, don't forget I- we did um, Master of the Mess first. Oh, Which I, tried, I, I, I actually, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm lying. I watched, I watched a couple of those. So did that prime you for Netflix? I think so. I think it was a great learning experience for everyone. It was our first time working 
with Hello Sunshine and with Reese, which has obviously like changed the course of all of our lives. And so that it was amazing for that reason, but it was definitely a different lower key, lower budget experience. And I'm, I'm grateful for all of us that we had done that before Netflix because Netflix, you know, is the big time. And I think we would have all been like deer in the headlights if that was the first, the first ride out. Okay. So you were primed a little bit, but I feel like because, you know, we all just flip on Netflix on our, on our TVs all the time or on my, our computers, like you almost, you almost forget how many people have it. Right. It's like, you, I feel like you almost underestimate the reach of Netflix and how many countries it's in and how many people just watch any, any show on on there. And then you guys have a popular show on there. So how, what was the expectation for you going in? And then how is the experience different for you? Oh gosh. I think that as you know about me, I have definitely filtration issues. And so I kind of viewed it as like, I have a job to do. And if someone wants to follow me with the camera while I do it, then have at it. But I'm not going to probably change too much how I act or what it takes to get the job done. Because what's crazy too about the show that I would like to tell everyone is that a lot of these projects in a normal world, we would be like, okay, we'll come for three days. We'll come for two days. Right. And on the show, they're a day, maybe a day and a half. And so it is like the, the stake raising panic. Are we going to finish is very real, Mm -hmm. very real. Like I've never had to pretend to be stressed about finishing one of these jobs. <laughs> never. And is, and is that a production thing or is that a uh, celebrity time thing or is that a combo? I think yeah. it's a combo with the celebrities. Of course, we want to be cognizant of the fact that we're like bringing a lot of people into their houses totally. and it's like a big, very generous thing for them to have a whole TV crew come into their house. Obviously for some of them, it's more normal than not, than not. but we want to be cognizant of that. And I think, you know, there is the production element where they want to be cognizant of the fact that like the stakes do need to be high. Right. And so they're not going to just let us take our time, take a lunch. And I'm a lady no. who lunches. When I'm normally at work, I'm like, okay, so like we're going to take a quick hour and a half for lunch. And no, this is like eating Cheetos in five minutes and being like, I've got to get back in there. And yeah. And this season we're also leaning into the cliffhangers. Like, I feel like, you know, it's it, the, the stakes yes. have been raised and it's, working. I really love that they did that. I think it's, it makes it a really fun watch and it, yeah, it gets me into the next episode. Even if I like just finish that one project and then I step away, like I still have to like, I have to know what's going on in Kelsey Ballerini's tour bus by the end of it. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Poor Joanna falling. I was, oh. I thought she hit her head on the fridge and I said well this is it for that could have been us. so it's bad yeah mm-hmm. but she 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 missed it by like two inches oh my god but I love the cliffhangers and I love I love that everyone gets to see like more of Clea and Joanna's like funny back and forth because yeah. I think that's huge on a reason people love love them on Instagram and so to bring that a little bit more into the show and I think I think we are first and foremost an organizing company, but obviously Cleo and Joanna have built this like insane, huge brand. Yes. And I think that that comes through more this season and the cliffhangers are more accurate to how I actually emotionally feel on a project. <laughs> and so I'm glad that I can um, 
share some of that stress with the uh, Netflix audience. Mm -hmm. And you, I mean, again, maybe I'm biased, but you to me are the steam stealer star of the show. I mean, it really, and like what you said, it's like, you haven't, you didn't change when, once the camera started rolling and you following you around, like your humor that, that I've always known for, for 10 years comes across on camera and like it's just, glad you it, especially, to that. especially in your confessional moments it's like it's just it feels like it's just you turning to the camera and like literally just saying what's on your mind and you know you're quick-witted you're funny but it's I'm so glad that it like comes across and that people are embracing it and reacting well to it it just it, it like warms my heart it really does oh Debbie thank you it's <laughs> funny because um in the ninth grade I played uh, a member of the Greek chorus in the one act plays okay and I feel like that skill from 2006 has really translated to now because I do I do see my role a bit as being the Greek chorus of these projects of being like, the voice of the people yeah. Uh-huh. And now I'll tell the tale of Kelsey Ballerini's bus. <laughs> that is a good little through line there, Sumner. Before Thank and that you. was before you went before we were on tech together. I forgot we forgot we did oh, that. Oh yeah. Mm, that Great. was an era. I think that is what's interesting is doing tech on the plays in high school also feels like weirdly very related to this. Cause it's like mm. I got everything in the right place. On the There's ground. Time yeah. Crunch. yeah. So it all wow. started. It all started then on little shop of horse. <laughs> The Trapier Theater crew, just real uh-huh. everything they experienced there. Oh my God. And and I think, okay, one question I did have for you that I have not asked you before is like, and, and this is not any shade to Cleonju. And I know again that's like there's there's spatial issues. There's it's part of the production that they're the, the face of the brand. But sometimes like when when there's the big reveal and it's just them two. And I'm like, ugh, like I kind of wish Sumner and, and the rest of the people that worked on this were around. Like, not that they, not that I think they like, they take credit for everything. Cause I think they do. They're like, oh no, like the, the team was amazing, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I do wish that you guys got to be there for that big moment. Cause it is such, it is the moment, right? Do you ever feel like, ugh, like I wish I could be there for, for, for those. So I have two part answer to that question. Okay. Number one is that Clea and Joanna truly every time are like, no, this is weird. Why are we sending them away? Like, can't they just stay? Yeah. And no shade to production. It's like, they've only got a certain amount of cameras. They have to cover the family or the celebrity who's coming in. And so obviously that has to be the priority. And so they're like, no, we have so a lot of the spaces aren't that big. Like we can't fit four more people in here. We can't fit all these plus the cameras, plus the family. And so it really is, it really is a logistical thing that drives Clea and Joanna nuts. I mean, maybe not nuts, but like they always advocate like, oh, come on, just let them stay. But the other half of the question is I never watch the reveals like I could go sit like in video village and check them out but I am like I'm so good I have lived this day I have lived this project it is in my bones I'm good like I and I so we'll go to dinner afterwards and I'll say how do we go and they'll say oh my gosh it was great they were so excited about this this and that but I don't watch them in real time so it's been fun to see them watching season two because I know how the projects mostly end up, but I hadn't seen any of the reveals. So that's been fun. Keeps me read as a viewer. So, so, but yeah, so it's, there is, there is like, okay, I've just spent too much time here. I'm like, I just need to leave. I just need to get out of here. There is. I think before I worked for Clea and Joanna, I worked in interior design and I loved it because I clearly love people's houses and I love 
stuff, which is, you know, <laughs> my deep dark secret at this job, but it's so long. Like you can be working on one project for months or years. And I love, I don't know, you know me, I'm a pretty like cut and dry. Let's keep things moving kind of human. Mm-hmm. And so I like with our, with our job that I can be somewhere for maybe a day or two days and say, like, I've made a really great impact. We've changed your life in some big or small way. And now goodbye. Let's go. Right. Exactly. Okay. So I have a quick, a couple quick rapid, rapid fire. Just like say the, say the thing that comes to mind. What's the weirdest, what's the weirdest item that you've found? Weirdest item. A lot of people have pictures. A lot of people have pictures. They have, they have pictures. And that's okay. what I'll say. About Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your favorite kind of, of job, organizing job? I love doing, I love doing anything that has little bits. Like I like really getting in there. So I love like a playroom, a craft room, like an office where I can sort through papers. Like it's so weird, but I'm not a closet girl. Like Got most it. people who work for the company are like, yes, I'm going to merchandise Close, this closet. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, well, if you're going to find a t-shirt, like that's boring. And so I like really getting in there. Anything that's bitty. So there's, I think a lot of times there's like a donation situation. Do you, have you ever gotten to keep something that they want to give away? Oh, everyone I work with is going to be thrilled you asked this question because I am a notorious keeper. Cause I'm like, if I'm being offered something good, then like, yeah, I'm going to take it. The rule is if someone says, take this, you don't just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say, no, no, no. But like after the third time, if they say, no, really, I want you to have it. So I've um, gotten really good fabric before that I still haven't done anything with. And I've had it for like three years, but that's not oh important. God, the really good news for me actually is that Joanna and I have pretty similar like home decor taste. And so if I run over to her house to help her with something or work with her on something, I might leave with a pillow or a lamp. I have some rugs from her. I've done very well. Love. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love. What's what about the most surreal? Like, okay, I'm in this person's space. Oh gosh. Okay. Here's what's terrible is that I've become completely jaded right? and I'm like, house is a house is a house, which is like, if you told my 22 year old self who had like totally. a nanny job, but also a retail job you'd be like, come on, like snap out of it. But it really is. It doesn't phase you anymore. It doesn't phase me anymore. Yeah. I believe it. What is the weirdest DM you've gotten since the show has come on? Have you gotten any weird outreach? Cause I'm sure you, I mean, the following. I just love traveling so much that I love, this is not answering your question, but I promise I will. I love people who are like, I'm watching from Brazil. I'm watching from South Africa. Like that's so fun to me. I love it. I'm like, let's take this global. Let's do it. Um, but the most strange, well, here's the other thing I'll say is that the home has a pretty mostly female base. And so I think probably I was on a different type of show. There might be some kind of weirdos, but I think I'm kind of uh, uh, saved from that because it's right. just like lovely people who want to watch. I love houses. that for you. Yes. How's totally. it get? Yeah. How's it's, it's, it's a different but subset. Okay so far. Yeah. Maybe I should be, should I be offended that I'm not getting freaky ones? I don't think I, so. I think you're dodging a bullet. You're dodging a bullet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what you say. I'll, I'll and then you. since you are, you were integral in, the, in creating the Walmart line and you really are, you, you're, you, you nerd out on these things now. What is your favorite 
organizing item? What's, <gasps> the, what's the favorite product? Oh my gosh, what a question. Okay, I think that if I'm going to give advice, is this my time to do advice corner? Yes, sure. Okay, Go for it. so I think my advice would be, and then I will answer your question, but you know, I have to take a long road to get yeah, there. Yeah. My advice would be number one, as easy it is to be in the container store or in Walmart and say, oh, I'm just going to like grab some things and see if they work. No, come in with the plan actually go to those stores with the space in mind. You've measured it. You know, what's bothering you, you know, what your goals are because otherwise you end up, we have so many clients who have tried to start on their own and they've done a good job, but then you go back and they're out of the bins you bought the first time and they're hanging off the shelf because you didn't measure before you went to shop, all that stuff. So take the time to make a plan. It can be a five minute plan, but it'll save you a lot of heartache in the long run. And then I think this, the item that can transform a space the most quickly, a lot of times is a turntable. Sasha, Mm -hmm. Lizzie, Susan. I bought some of those last year when I moved into a new apartment and they, I advocate for them. Game changer, right? Game changer. They just, they give you like, they make everything in a cabinet accessible as opposed to some stuff getting shoved to the back. You can use them in a pantry. You can use them in a bathroom. They're just, they're a good entry point, I think. I, I completely agree. And, and, and it really, I think once you see that, just that little spin, it's like, it, it kind of opens your mind to like, okay, like what else can I do? Right. Like that's sort of, that's the effect. I think we're so lucky that we have a business that like people get kind of hooked on. Yeah. Like not in a sinister way, but in a great way, because you kind of start with one space and you're like, oh, my whole life could be like this. Like my whole life could be easier. My whole life could have a better routine. Like I can't stop now. A hundred percent. And just a question, technical question, the, yes. the, you have the container store lines and then you have the Walmart line. What's, is the biggest difference there, the price point or, or are those like really differentiated offerings? Like what's the big kind of distinguishing factor between those two? Obviously, depending on where you live, you might have a Walmart or a container store sure. or both. Yeah. And so we wanted to give, we wanted to give everyone the option. We wanted to make sure that pretty much anywhere you are in America, you can have access to our products and you can get organized. That's a good button right there. Maybe that's we should, good. You know, say that's a good <laughs> button. Um, but we wanted to make sure that everyone, everyone has the option. And so we, um, the container store is so amazing because they have the bulk. So if you're tackling a huge project, you can say, I know I only have to go here. I don't have to run around to a couple different stores. I can get all the pieces I need. And so if like from a professional perspective, it's amazing and so essential. And then I think Walmart is like, I want to dive into this and this is super accessible to me. So it's kind of, yeah. it's a different, it's a different way to go about it, but yeah. both are wonderful. Of course. So, okay. You've been with the home edit since, you know, five weeks or five months before that, after they started, like you've been there since really the beginning and it's grown so much. Obviously the show was a big part of that. Hello sunshine was a big part of that. Reese Witherspoon. I mean, is Reese Witherspoon technically your boss now, Sumner? Yes, she is. She is. That is just iconic. She is my boss. Yeah. So when, once hello sunshine came into the picture, acquired you guys earlier this year, how does that change things? Does it just amplify you guys? What do you kind of think that that, how that changes your world? I think amplify is actually the perfect word. And I'm going to adopt it when asked this question in the future. So thank you. 
a lot of clients have said like, what does this mean? What does this mean for me? And people on Instagram have said, what does this mean? The amazing thing about Hello Sunshine is they saw the home edit and saw what Clea and Joanna had built and said like, keep doing that. Like, we just want to help. And so the day-to-day, nothing has changed. Truly nothing has changed, but we just have them now as an amazing support system. And like, they have so much built out already that we as like a scrappy startup just haven't had the chance to. And I think what's really, really nice is that we've had a relationship with them for so long. So it's not like this whole unknown team that is just kind of coming in. Like I've met a lot of the people before and I've worked with Mm -hmm. a lot of the people before. And so it feels like a natural, a natural hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You already, you were already friends and now you're family. That's kind of what I'm, yeah. what I'm thinking about it. That's good too, Gibby. I'm going to take all of this to the bank. <laughs> so Sumner, you know, you, when you, I guess when the first season was, I don't forget when you started your professional public facing account, but your Instagram has almost 50,000 followers at this point, which is just iconic. I'm obsessed. So you, you, you've been memed. You, pe- people just people just love you. And again, I'm just so happy that so many more people are, are being exposed to Sumner Canfield. Do you have any idea of like what you want to like do with that following? I mean, it's like, I, I think you, you obviously still love, I mean, you love this, you love this gig. You're, you're so, you're so in it, but like, that's, that's kind of cool. Like that's good. I feel like it must be cool to just think about like, okay, like what, what can I do with this? You know, like then you, you, I, I'm no. assuming you're going to use it for good, but I'm, you know, no, I'm gonna sell slimming teas. I'm going <laughs> I <would>. to <laughs> I like need you to do a flat tummy check. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. No, I do, I do want to use it for good. As you've mentioned, I kind of like nerd out on a lot of this stuff and love like the really wonky, like minutiae, like you're yeah. in there kind of stuff. And I did a fun video that was awkward spaces with Sumner, and I loved doing that because I was like, I love telling people you know, the inside tips and tricks. And so I want to keep doing stuff like that. I think that like, I love tips. I love hot takes Yeah. within the organizing realm. I feel like no one cares or needs to know about my personal life. There's not a lot shaking down there. So we're good on that front. <laughs> but I think that the more, the more like tutorials and, oh, I can't believe I said tutorial. That's like so tragic. No, but, but, but I think I, I know what you're getting at. And like, they're, they're, <laughs> that's what you are known for. And that's what people, and, and you can inject your humor into that. And that is just so, that's a fun possibility, you know? I want to spread the good word of spread organizing. The good word. Oh, just, oh, I love it. Okay. But you know, you said there was people, there were people that kind of has have this theory that you're dating one of those guys just that's the, the shelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. And no. No, 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 mm. no. Just no. Um, I think but it's just, that... but it's funny because there's this natural jump of like people want to just like, they, they oh, want, yeah. the people are always going to want to know that about anybody who they see on TV. So yeah. it's just, you just got to shut that down. I that um a, a smile that I gave when he came into the room was mistaken for mm. you know excitement that he was there. Little did they know I was planning just a big roast that got cut for time. So it's on the cutting room floor, but give us the bloopers. Yeah. My true feelings are lost to time. Unfortunately. I'm dying. <laughs> um, okay, well, well, Summy Sumner, this has been like 
I just, I just, I love that this is like, this could happen. I'm just so happy that we did this and I'm so happy that I could be your first interview. Um, Ultimate collab. What? I mean, I guess just like, again, it's, it's a big year for, for you guys. You know, it's, it's, it was season two, you guys were acquired. Clea's diagnosis makes it even more just like so much going on. What do you kind of envision for the second half of 2022 for, for the home edit and for you? We have got more products coming out with Walmart, which I definitely want to tease because I worked very closely on them and they're pretty good and pretty exciting and at that great price point. And so stay tuned for those later in the year. We'll have another, another issue of our magazine coming out and, you know, who knows where the tide of the show will take us. I think season one took us places we never expected. So Give us season we'll three. Give us season. Oh my three. gosh, we'll see. I need to do like um. I need to go to like a, a retreat in um the desert for like a month before we do it. I'll join. And then you. I'll. Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Summy, everyone follow Sumner at the Sumner Canfield on Instagram. Please, I mean, everyone listening and watching, I'm sure feels the same. But just send all the good vibes towards Clea and and her recovery yes. and and her fight. We are thinking of her and I just can't see, can't wait to see what comes next for you. Cause again, I'm just so excited and happy for you. And this has just been so much fun. I love watching. I you love you, Gibby. Yes. I love you. Uh, I'll talk all right. to you later. Thanks so much, Sumner. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at InTheKnow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.